Here we are. Where are we? I'm here. Where are you? Present. I'm here. <laughs> Episode nueve. Nueves. Jeez. What a ride. Been a while for us. Yes. I don't remember. Three weeks at least? It's been a while. We've had a lot of things going on in our personal lives. Tell me about Um, it. You should have seen episode eight. By the time that you're seeing it. By the time you're seeing this. (laughs) Because nine doesn't come before eight. Right. But seven, eight, nine. Because seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Sure. He's bigger. (laughs) I would be scared of someone bigger than me. Hey. Oh, hey. A couple new things. A couple of new things, but also one thing that's not necessarily new. Javi's not with us again, dude. But we were at his house the last episode. Yes. If you watched it. No, you watched it. Come on. Uh, Shirts. Shirts slash merch. Merch. Our first... First merch? First merch? First merch. Shout out to my cousin. And also to Maj. To my mother. It was a surprise. My mother surprised us with these. Oh, it says Good Times, Gooder People. S dot 2021. Whatever S stands for. And then a microphone in purple and blue. You know. This is our OG logo. Yeah. For the real ones. Yeah. For the real ones. Um, But yeah, my cousin, my mom... Put in an order to my cousin. My cousin had these made herself. Custom. Support small businesses. 404. But only three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One will be framed. Yes. For forever, sake. forever saved. Um, but yeah, shouts out to my cousin, Tiffany. Support small businesses. Link in the... Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but episode nine. We are back in the corner the star of our show <laughs> the star of our video podcast our... is this cocoon light it's their life we're just living it <laughs> man and also new thing will the real slim shady please stand up but ah, blonded and i'm not talking frank ocean the full full, full blonde. blonde he went with it he took a chance on it I think it paid dividends. Take a chance on me. But it's only been about a day or two. Yes. No, it's been a day. Maybe next time. It feels good. Did it burn? You burned. Absolutely burned. You burned? You probably can't see it, but I'm still along the the hairline. You can see a little bit of redness still. Mm. And when I take a shower with warm water, it burns a little bit. Yes. So I have to do lukewarm to cold. Well, red because red, though. Red one, red. Red because red. Yes, so, yes. Can't really see. But I'm not. You're just colorblind. Living that blonded life. Just kidding. There's a lot of new changes around here. Change? Well, the hair, we got the shirts. I weigh the same, but you don't weigh the same. I think. <laughs> oh. We're getting bigger. Nothing to hide. <laughs> Nothing to hide at all. Nothing to hide there. Because we put in the work. I don't put in as much work as he does, but we still put in work. As long as the work is being done. Work is work. Right. But yes, welcome to episode 9. Thank you for coming back. 
Thank you. Thanks. We appreciate that. Right. Very much so. So what has been going on with us? A lot. A lot also that we probably don't need to talk about. But maybe stuff that we learned from the things that we're not going to talk about. Yes. I don't know. A lot of things. I don't know. Let me get my notes. Yeah. But if you got oh. stuff. Hello? You hear that? Check your car. All right, then. <laughs> it better not be my car, I swear, because I'm not checking it. <laughs> uh, there's a car honking outside. If you yeah. didn't hear that, I hope you don't. And this is not a ghetto neighborhood, I tell you. This is pretty <laughs> close to Summerlin, if you've ever been up this side. Someone just can't find their car. Yeah. Can yeah. you stop interrupting us, please? All right. We're shooting a podcast here. Don't worry. I'll... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's the thumbnail. No, no, no. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Uh, let's we can get into it com- conversationally. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, two eight counts <laughs> for that ass. Oh, my God, people. So the rude. Car going so off. inconsiderate. Not too hard. Not too hard to find the car. <laughs> For what? Oh my god. We're in the neighborhood. You lost your car? Too drunk. Wine drunk. Go home. You're drunk. Uh, I guess we can start on a, on a light note. Light note. Light feet. <laughs> exactly. What that crump? That West Coast? What do we got? I uh I did a thing. Oh, of all ears, in other words, here for you. <laughs> Big Sean said that, so can't take credit. Did, did, did credit, cite your sources. Um, but I did a thing that was pretty big for me. Very big. Mm. Um I auditioned <laughs> Auditioned? Dish? Is this your second time auditioning in your life? This is my second ever audition. Four. Four. Mecca me. Oh, well. Post drum roll. <laughs> For Mecca me. For Mecca me, yes. Okay. What's Mecca me? You should know. I know. You should know they by know? now. Oh, wait. Only Mecca me you... knows. Watching this, so. They, uh, he auditioned oh. for you. Yeah. Martel. Lily. Tails. Uh, maybe Choji. I don't know. Or Mark. Uh, Directors. Staff. Stop, stop, stop. But yes, I auditioned for Mechami. And. Whoa. I was accepted. GG. He made it in. As soon as I left, he went in. Passing of the torch, I guess? Take my spot. <laughs> Jeez. How was the process? Uh, what'd you think of it? Even though you've only been to one audition in your life. Yeah. Um. It was. It was fun. I had a good time, honestly. They made it very uh, light. Yeah. Light. Uh, the energy was very high, but they kept everything light. The mood was light. It was fun. I had a good time. I was nervous, of course, because that's just me. I, I feel like that's with a lot of people with auditions, but me specifically, I get crazy anxiety. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, I stuck through it. And, uh, yeah. You didn't succumb to the pressure of anxiety, which yes. is very hard to do nowadays. It couldn't Stop. be any easier, though, because you already knew these people. Mm-hmm. You love dancing. You love music. 
the only thing that would be holding you back was yourself. Absolutely. So this was a big milestone for you because you overcame that wall, I guess. Yeah. And I overcome that wall a lot. Even when I was on Mechami, it was like there was always a wall there for me, or at least towards the end, where it's like, man, I don't know how to feel about this, or yada yada yada, and but I still win, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but I wasn't doing it for myself sometimes, but sometimes I was, and it just didn't feel right. And that's how I knew I had to move on. But that's okay. Uh, that's that's self awareness. That's cons awareness. Yeah. <laughs> that's self awareness. That's conscious. Oh, let me try again. Gorsh? That's self awareness. <laughs> Stop. Hey. Go ahead. All right, this this is episode nine. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit, dude. I can't even talk. Oh, it's been three weeks. My God. But oh. I will say that I think I heard it. I mean, I'm sure it's been said before. I'm sure it has, but I've heard it from Will Smith as of recent memory, is that sometimes the best things in life are experienced on the other side of fear. I think he said all the things that are yeah. best for you. And inspiration. No, absolutely. And inspiration, that guy. Yeah, it's always the hardest thing, though. <laughs> but I think it's because you have to face so much adversity yeah. to get to even that experience, whether it's good or not. The lesson is what makes it worth it. I don't know. Absolutely. It just makes sense. Yeah. Because if something came easy to you and, you know, you got a million dollars after you auditioned for something that you're really good at, do you feel gratification for how much... Because you didn't put in that much work. Maybe it was natural to you. Or even if you did work up to it, if it was so easy to get... Would it be that gratifying? Yeah. I, I mean, know. sure, it's nice, but like at the same time, like, it. no, for sure. Something that you really have to overcome some obstacle in your own self to get. I feel like that's probably why it means so much that yeah. you got it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, shouts out to Mechami. Thank you for believing in me. And uh, I appreciate it a lot. Big ups. And it wasn't just Mechami, you did it yourself. I think the biggest obstacle was just to get there, to be there, mm. and have the balls to do it, sure. And then you still did it. And you said that you had anxiety even when you were there? Leading up to it, while I was there, during, while I was learning the piece. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, but... We strive on. Absolutely. We, we accomplished it, and that's awesome. God damn, that's awesome. That's crazy, yeah. I don't even really remember when I auditioned for MechMe. It was either 2012 or maybe 13. Didn't make it. Don't know if I ever said that on the podcast. Did not make it my first time. Wasn't good enough. But my drive was there. And then I went off to the military. Did my basic training for, what, five, six months? Came back. Was more motivated than ever. And... Uh, one of the recruiters, or so you would call it a recruiter, Ivy, she told me to keep coming to class every week. Take class, learn more, hone your skills, and show face to the team. And I did that, and eventually I got put on. There was no audition for me. I just kind of got grabbed on. I was like, hey, we realized that you auditioned before. You show drive. You're pretty good. want to put you on. I was like, let's go. Because I was originally I was supposed to audition for another crew. Ah. UTR. Okay. I was actually on the way to audition to UTR. 
and then Ivy reached out, or Alani or Ivy reached out to Alvin, one of my best friends, and said, don't let him audition. I was like, why? You gonna put me on? She said, yeah. Come to class. Took one more class after that, and I think they put me on the team, and the rest is history. I don't remember the timeline, though. And then maybe like a couple months after I got on the team, I was set to deploy maybe a year later, or I was in the motion of deploying to Afghanistan, and I kind of put everything on hold. I was like, fuck, man, I just got onto the team of my dreams. I want to do dancing. At the time, I thought it was going to be a career for me. Yeah. And went to the military, or sorry, went to deploy in Afghanistan, did the whole 12 months training in country, uh, decompression, all that stuff, and came back super hungry and then came back into what 2015 lasted until 2020 skipped 2021 came back for this last performance in 2020 well, well sorry skipped 2020 did the last performance in 2021 i leave dane joins like that's the history passing of the torch passing? baton yeah it was god man I, I can't imagine I think you could ask anybody that's been an alumni of Mechami especially during my generation that Mechami kept actually everyone honestly I think anyone on the team if if there wasn't Mechami present in our lives at the time that we put Mechami as a priority in our lives then who knows where we'd be in a negative way yeah but a positive way like you know, some people would be out on the streets doing some crazy shit, getting arrested, doing drugs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would have fell into if I wasn't on Mechamy because it teaches you these life skills that you can absolutely translate anywhere else. There's a lot of stuff I translated from my time in Mechamy onto my uh, military career as far as leadership goes. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be a leader on Mechamy. I got asked to be that eventually. I was, I was a TL first, and I think the next year I was asked to be a captain. And there's only been one captain before me, and he was also military, but I didn't want that position. And it was hard for me to take it because I don't want to do something that I know I don't want to do at the time. But I fell in love with that position. It was tough. It was really tough. Uh, but you learn so much being thrown into the fire like that because you don't want to let all these people that you have on your team down. And... It builds you, and it builds the people around you, and also strengthen, strengthens the bond that you had with the teammates. So I'll never forget that from like me. And that's why it's so hard for people to leave, is because the bond is so strong that you can't find normally in your own family. You can't find that in just regular-ass friends. It's stuff that you go through. The, the memories, the trials and tribulations that you go through with these people that aren't even related to you that make the bond so strong. And that's why Mechami will always be tops in my head. It will be right next to my family. It's a second family. Ask anyone that's ever been a part of it. Six months, six years, it doesn't matter. It means so much to me and everyone that's ever been a part of it. And, and Mechami takes care of anyone that's ever made the team. Whether, you, whether or not that you accept that love from them, mm -hmm. that's up to you. But that family aspect is something you don't really find in any dance crew in the world actually i really don't think so but i've never been a part of like company or choreo cookies but this is something we pride ourselves on as well as becoming better dancers so shout out to mechme for realizing you know 
who's really there for them. Because nowadays we're more picky, or I can't say where, but the team is more picky on who they choose, and you made it, and we couldn't have been more proud. That's awesome, man. God damn. Good stuff. And I felt that love before I even auditioned, so. I wasn't even on the team, and I felt that love. Hey, it happens. So. Good stuff. Love y'all. But yeah. I don't know why that's back me because it's, there's no bottom line, but it's it's, <laughs> um, it's maxed out. Two triangles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maxed out. Uh, yeah. Shit, what else? What's been going on? Um, what has been going on? <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing that for me, the at least. Thing, yeah. Um, Let's see. I'll keep it light. I got a permanent position at my job at Apple. Hard work goes noticed I guess at this point very proud of myself and also everyone that helped me out along the way that's already worked at Apple so thank you guys for giving me some guidance information whenever I needed it and also reaching out to my leaders to hype me up in a a little bit of a way but you know I know at the end of the day that it was my work that got there but I'm not going to let any help go unnoticed and not appreciated so shout out to everybody Mark R. Rachel, uh, Maria, Angelo, Chino, whoever. Um, couldn't have done it without you guys. I also couldn't have done it without myself. You gotta self appreciate sometimes. Really hard to do. Absolutely. I'm learning that. That's okay. I think we're all learning it. Yeah, we're all some, learning some it. Some people think they gotta figure it out already. But, uh, hey. Happy for you, bro. <laughs> Happy on you. for ya. Yeah. We greater than me. We greater than me. What was that question you asked me before this? What was that DVD? The good enough one. Okay. Oh, I think it was the good enough yep, one. Really uh, the question that I had asked you before before this was, I feel like I feel like everybody gets to a point where uh, we get to a peak where we, we get to where we think we peak as as pe- as a person, an individual. But do we ever? And within ourselves, do we ever feel good enough? I guess you can only answer that with within yourself. Self, <laughs> self relation. I don't know. Do I think that I'm good enough now? Uh, I mean, because everyone's their own harshest critic. I can't say that I'm at the peak of my life. No. But because no. I know that I can do so much more, and I guess one could rebuttal saying well why aren't you doing more mm-hmm. fucking working on it man get off my back dude <laughs> Jeez, relax we're all on the same fr- I think what about you it's yeah. kind of like the same thing about mech me auditions like i noticed recently that mech me doesn't necessarily look for the best dancers like we even i remember disregarding good dance for dedication and attitude like, you could be the best dancer in the world if you're not humble, if you're not inspired. And you, if you don't have the dedication to be part of this niche group called Mechme, we're not going to take you. Even though we're trying to win first place out of all these competitions, like, if you're not, if you don't have that substance within yourself, if you can't blend with this family, and it doesn't, we're not, like, stereotypical. We're not picking and choosing who we like and who we don't like. We're literally just looking at who 
is putting in the work and who really wants to be there for themselves and also is willing to share with everyone else on the team. And that's how they take people. So I think if you look at that question like that, yeah. um, it's it's kind of self-explanatory. So yeah. you are your harshest critics, but you have to understand that it's all about the effort. The effort is what I'm getting at. Yes, yes. You yes, have yes, to yes, have yes. the effort. Yes, you eventually you should yield some results from the effort, but mm-hmm. you could have a very talented person doing all the right things, doing all the shadow work within themselves to become a better person, but if they don't really want to do that and their intentions rely elsewhere, it's just going to... It doesn't mean anything at the end of the day because yeah. they want to do something else. They want to be a bad person. They want to do other shit that won't make them better for themselves and go be that person I'm not that person Mm -hmm. my effort will always be there to become a better person for me, for the people around me I'm very inspired from outside sources sometimes that's a bad thing but at least I know that I care I always care from the bottom of my heart Um, I don't know, in a nutshell that's in a nutshell in a huge, huge (laughs) nutshell (laughs) this nut is huge (laughs) this is my shell and this is my answer in that nut, that was my answer. You try, go ahead. I mean, what I, well, I was what I was gonna allude to was that was the main reason that I pushed myself to audition mm. was because I've always been so scared to. I've always had a love for dance, but I was always too self conscious and scared to do something like that, mm. which is why it took me. I skipped three Jabba auditions before I finally... There was three? At, around there, two or three Jabba auditions before I finally built up the courage to do it. Mm. And did I suck? Yeah. <laughs> I for sure did. I know I did. But I came out of it happy because I finally did it. Mm. Um, but also doing this one... I knew I had to do it for myself because like I said it's something I've always loved to do but I've been too scared to so I I feel like I needed to do it for myself to prove it to myself that I had the courage and capability to do it whether I made the team or not yeah but yeah I don't feel good enough right now though (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Are you gonna be better? Of course. That's always the goal is to be better. What's your driving point to be better? Like, what is your main driving point to be a better person in general? Because that that could split different ways. You want to be a better dancer? Okay, I want to emulate this person that's a good dancer. But in life in general, what yeah. is your main drive to be better? Ooh. Is it yourself or? Is it because you want to be better for your mom, your parents, your brother? What is it? Yeah. Um, That's a loaded one. It is a loaded one. And I think I think a... I wouldn't, I wouldn't write it off as like cliche or whatever, but I feel like a lot of people's drive is to be better for others. Because they want to... Yeah. To be, but I think ultimately is to... For yourself, mm. just to be better and just to be a better you, the best version of you that you can be. 
because then that re that sprinkles onto everybody else mm. and creates a long-lasting effect. It does. That's facts. Yeah. Well, good on you. Thanks. Sure. Andia. Oh. What's that? What drive? <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you speak up a little bit? I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm stick shift. I drive myself. No. Uh, at this very point in time, I think the biggest... I can only speak for right now. Uh, the biggest drive for me is to... Not that I have any haters in life. I don't think I do. I try to become... I, I try to be a likable person by also being myself so I can't really act fake around people but I have heard some criticism in the last month two months that doesn't really match up with what I think myself to be and I recently my biggest motivation to become a better person is because people think this certain way of me and I know that that's not true at all it's harsh. It's a harsh thing to hear, especially when it comes from someone that, you know, you care about. But I think that's a lot of the greatest people that mm -hmm. went on to accomplish a lot of great feats, rappers, CEOs of businesses. Like, they had a lot of doubt. A lot of people telling them they couldn't do something or that they're a certain way and that they can't change that. Or you're this way. Um, I don't align with that. Believe, like, all right, can't change your mind. But I guess my motivation is when people tell me that I'm this way or I don't like that about you or yada yada yada. So proving people wrong is probably my biggest motivation right now, and that's kind of like the easiest one to latch on to uh, because there's always going to be people that will doubt you or of course, yeah. say something about you in that way. Mm -hmm. And it's all love, though. You know, I still love the people that say these things about me. Sometimes I probably shouldn't love them, but I do because I come from a good place, a uh, good heart. Mm -hmm. It's hard to deal with, I'll tell you that. But that is the biggest motivation for me right now to become a better person, to prove other people wrong. And is that the right answer? Who knows? Probably not. But it's my answer. Yeah. And that's all that matters. You got an answer for me? That's what I thought. Waiting on you. Yeah. No. What's that popular social media app? Oh yeah, TikTok. <laughs> Waiting on you. No, that's my biggest uh, motivation right now to become a better person or whatever I'm trying to do in life. And it is taking some time. But like I said, time, effort. I'll take effort any day from anybody. If it's a long game, sure. But if I know that this person wants to do it, like, fuck it, dude. I'll run with you. I'll help you out because eventually you'll help me out. It's all good. Damn. Good stuff. Good question. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got the notes. I see you. Yeah, well. I see you. <clears throat> a few of these notes were, I don't even remember what I wrote. These were a couple weeks ago. Got a deep question. Oh. 
uh, some kind of lines with what I just said. It's not even a question. What do you What do you think? I was watching. I was going down the YouTube hole, the uh, rabbit hole. What do you think consciousness means? Consciousness. What do you What do you think the definition of consciousness means? Con- pertaining to being a human being, what does that mean to you? Consciousness. Uh, f- oh gosh, I don't know if I've ever I thought was of blindsided what I. Yeah, I feel blindsided right now. And I saw a YouTube comment that said. It was like four words, but I didn't make sense to me. <laughs> Consciousness. To me. Yep. Man. Uh, I'm blanking because I'm blindsided. Mm. The YouTube comment said, Consciousness uh-huh. is the awareness oh. of awareness. That's what, okay. That was, okay, so that was, that was what I was going to say, was to an extent being aware that's what I was going to say. Right. Um, the awareness of being aware. That's what... There was some good context in this video that yeah. I, I'm kind of blanking on too, but the fact that we can be aware of the idea of consciousness. Yeah. That we're seeing something through our eyes, yeah. but we're conscious about our feelings. We're conscious about this might hurt somebody else. Oh, uh, I don't want to kill that fish because you know it's a living being. Like the conscious, yeah. being aware of everything. Yeah. The awareness of being aware is what consciousness means, at least to this person that yeah. typed in YouTube comment. And that was really interesting to me. That is very. And I interesting. love philosophy, and I don't know if that aligns with philosophy, but I think it does. I think it does. It's it's kind of a brain banger. I don't have too much to say about that. I just wanted to throw that in for those of you that like talking about shit like that because yeah. that's a good conversation starter. I really don't know. Yeah. What what is what is conscious to you? What is? Tell us. What is? Enlighten us. We'd love to hear sure. it. Sure. Honestly. Ask. <laughs> Ask. <laughs> I like to say I'm pretty conscious about stuff because if you're being self-aware about the things that you're feeling, you're yeah. going through, that's the first step to almost any of your problems in life is being aware of them first because, you know, if you don't know that you're bleeding from your left arm, you're going to eventually die because you're not going to do anything about it because you don't know that you're bleeding. Yeah. Being aware of that this, this left arm is bleeding right now, you can make the moves to fix it. So that's, in a nutshell, that's kind of the idea of consciousness, like being aware, being in touch with every single part of yourself, and I guess kind of being an empath, too, if you want to be conscious of someone else as well. Ooh, empath. Ooh, that's another one. I've been hearing that word a lot empath. at work. Empath. Empathic. Yeah. Empathy. Empathy. Uh, feeling for others? Feeling for others, uh, I believe... Because I know, th- I always forget the the sympathy, difference between sympathy and empathy. Uh, I think when I was in my training for this new job, Apple, they played a video on YouTube saying uh, empathy versus sympathy. Uh, they showed like some fox in some dungeon or like in a deep hole, yeah. crying with a cloud over his head. And there was a bear that crawled down the ladder and said, hey, I'm here for you. I understand how you feel. I mean, I have went through it, but I'm here for you. Empath. And then they showed another animal poking his head down the hole. It was like, hey, are you okay? 
I'm sorry. It sucks down there. Yeah, I get it. Different. Very different. If I'm crying and I, I would kind of want that support, I want someone to actually kind of relate to me, even if they haven't been through that, Yeah. to kind of lower their energy to match mine because yeah. people want to just be leveled with. They don't like being looked over. They don't like being talked down to. So that's what I think empath, or sorry, empaths do to people in need. Sympathy kind of a different way. I'm not saying all sympathy is bad, but it could come off that way. And that was a pretty cool video. Dang. Yeah, empathy, man. Empathic. You had any uh, thoughts recently or any cool experiences that we could possibly are in? Cool experiences? Um... <laughs> trying to think. How have you been feeling? In the last couple weeks, how have you been feeling? Um, it's, I would, if I'm being honest, pretty up and down. Ebbs and flows. <laughs> if you want to be vulnerable, feel free. Yeah. Uh... Sure, people would love to hear the vulnerability. It's always hard to talk about, but don't have, don't have. No, 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 no. We're here, we're here, we're here. We're being vulnerable. This is a vulnerable place. Safe space. Yes, very safe space. Um, a few weeks ago, I got a call from my mother that my grandma had to be taken to UMC, and. The reason she was taken there was because she fell, hit her head, and fell into a coma. And less than 48 hours later, she passed away. Freaking crazy. Very hard time. I'm still dealing with it. I'm still going through all the emotions of it. I don't I don't know if I've fully accepted it yet. Um this is her necklace that was passed down to me that I wear a lot. I wore to the audition. She was there with me. Um but yeah. That was that was really, really hard. Especially because I was I was in the room with her until she flatlined and that I mean obviously that's a choice to stay in there but I feel like I I needed to um but yeah that was I would probably have to say that was the hardest time I've ever I've or I would say one of the hardest times I've had in my life was basically watching my grandma pass away and that shit was hard and uh, I don't want to get emotional right. no right. no we're uh, celebrating yes we are Alvina. celebrating yes Alvina grams 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 um but yeah we are having her memorial very soon celebrating her life um basically the first family reunion we've had on my hawaiian side in 
many a years. So that's going to be really nice to uh, be around. Especially for family that I haven't seen in a while. Um, but yeah. It's hard. It's a hard time right now. I feel like I'm handling it okay, but at the same time, it'll hit me at random times, and I just like, <laughs> I just want to cry, cry for days. Cause she was, she was, she had cancer. She had multiple myeloma. I always forget what it is, like the, the what exactly multiple myeloma is. But uh, she was dealing with cancer. She was doing chemo. Um, she never beat it, but I, but from what I heard, she always told me if she was going to go, it wasn't going to be the cancer. It was not going to be the cancer and it wasn't, it, it definitely wasn't. My grandma was, <laughs> oh no, what happened here? Uh... Okay, well, <laughs> we'll put that aside for now. I don't think she, I don't know if she likes that I'm talking about her right now. Yes, hey, sign, man. Uh, all right, well, I did that. Parada. Parada, man. Parada. You don't know what that means, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but, uh, yeah. What, what would you say the biggest lesson that because when I lost my uh, great grandparents I think one year after the other mm. they were a big part of my childhood is there something that you've learned from her specifically that you are going to take on with you for the rest of your life specific lesson from her yeah and honestly I think I feel like it's already something that I've been doing yeah but I think even more so now and I, I heard it from my grandpa was that my grandma just enjoyed life. Enjoyed it. Yeah. The ups and downs, everything. And I feel like that's what I've been taking on recently, but I think more more so now than ever, like in honor of her, is just enjoying the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows. I don't know how many times I, uh, second time. Twice. Second. Twice. <laughs> But yeah, enjoying everything that life throws at you, because rather, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Absolutely. <sighs> it's oh, easy. Yeah, no, it's and it's hard to see my grandpa grieve because mm. the past couple of times I've seen him, my grandma, of course, always gets brought up. And he's like, I I don't know how I'm gonna, I don't know how I'm gonna carry on mm-hmm. without grandma. And I'm like, oh, it's the hardest thing to hear. But I mean, at the, we all we can do right now is just be there for my grandpa. I think there, I think he was, I, I saw him today, and I think I I didn't know the specifics of how long they had been married, but it was uh, he, fifty fifty plus years. <laughs> Yeah, man. Double our lives. Crazy. I can't freaking imagine losing my wife after 50 years of marriage. <gasps> yeah. Empathy. Empathy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know if I have the uh, 
capacity to feel that much for somebody else that's lost somebody yeah. twice as long as I've been alive. But for real, you can, you can only do so much to be there for somebody. Yeah, that's all you can do, and it's family too. God damn. Well, thanks for sharing that with yeah the world. That's not easy. Yeah. God damn. We're vulnerable here. We're only, real. This is real. This is the realest shit. This is probably the realest podcast you'll ever see. Because we're not talking out of our fucking side of our necks, dude. We don't do this shit. <laughs> right here. We're talking from the side of our hearts, dude. If anyone ever wanted to know about us, just watch the podcast. All you have to do is You watch. don't have to meet us. No. Just watch the podcast. You'll learn about Javi. Doesn't talk much. Doesn't speak loud enough. But he's funny as fuck. Watch the podcast. Dane, progression. Me, loud, but also when you meet me, absolutely not loud. <laughs> Quiet. Only when we talk one-on-one. But you would have got that if you listened to the first 90 episodes. <laughs> so go back. Try again. Yeah. We'll try again. Yeah. We'll run it back. Yeah, we'll run it back. Man. Damn. <laughs> There's been a lot of loss in both of our lives recently. I won't get into mine, but I think one of my thoughts that I had during this whole process of both of us going through some stuff is the mere fact that what makes us different from being fucking robots, dude, there's not much. Yeah. There's really only one word that separates us from being robots and human Mm -hmm. we're functional we're functional we can do things yeah we can talk we can look we can analyze but robots cannot feel feel yep (laughs) we can't feel they can't sorry we can feel they cannot feel they can't feel heartbreak they can't feel loss they can't feel mad happy sad happy yeah they just go through the motions and that's what a lot of people need to realize now, especially if you're going through some tragedy, is that that is the beauty of life. Uh, this quote, kept, it's not even a quote, it's like, I think it was J. Cole. There's beauty in the struggle, but the struggle being life. Yeah. Because there's ups and downs, the juxtaposition, the wall, love that word, love that word, right? There's up here, there's down here. Juxtaposition is the difference between the up and the down. Everything in between. When somebody dies on the tombstone, 19, 90, whatever, till whenever. Mm-hmm. That dash right in between. People like to make that fucking quote. It's all about what you do with the dash. All right, try another quote. But that's a juxtaposition. That's the difference between being born back then and dying right now. Everything in between, that is what makes you human. You felt that. You felt that heartbreak. You felt losing someone. You felt loving. To love and to love and lose. To live and let die. Yeah. All of that (laughs) other shit. So many many quotes, dude. (laughs) But the feeling that you get and the lessons that you've learned along the way, regardless of how those situations end up, that is part of being human. It's a hard pill to swallow. Still swallowing the pill. It's right here. 
Not even close, dude. My esophagus is not big enough to swallow that fucking pill. Yeah. But I'm aware of it, just like we were talking about earlier. Consciousness. Conch. Magic conch shell conch right shell. here. May have something to eat. No. <laughs> dude. That's life. Life is gonna fucking suck. Oh my god. Yeah. Life is gonna suck. It's going to. But because it sucks is why it's beautiful. And recently, dude, since all this emotional stuff has been brought up to my attention, my life, it's risen to the surface. I've been tearing up at a lot of beautiful things. And what I mean beautiful is when I know that somebody out there has put their passion and their soul into something. Like, I would watch a dance video. Now, I could tell when someone's dancing for the clout or someone's dancing to express themselves at the best of their ability. There's a big difference. Huge. And even music. I've listened to so much music. Mostly R&B, sad stuff. Sure, sue me. But I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. You see my heart? It's right here. It's right here. It's black, but it's there. It blends in. Sure. <laughs> but I've been tearing up at a lot of stuff that's beautiful because to understand what beauty is means that you understand that you can also lose that beauty. You can have it, you can appreciate it, but it's not going to be there forever. So I would like to leave you guys with the fact that you need to appreciate all the things that you think are amazing in your life right now. Right now, because tomorrow it's not going to be there. Or, sorry, tomorrow might not be there. And you can't control it. And that's the thing. Beautiful things out there, beautiful people out there, you cannot control them and how they feel about you. You have to appreciate them for what they have done for you and have done with you, done beside you, or the things that you do for yourself. Appreciate all that right now. So if one day it ceases to exist, you can have no regrets about it. I have no regrets about anything that I've ever done in my life now. Sure, maybe some things I think I, I may have wanted to change back then, but because of who I am now, I'm not going to go back. Mm -hmm. That means you have to be accepting of who you are now. You can't hate yourself. No. You can't beat yourself up. You can't change anything. So why dwell on the past? Appreciate the now, and you'll have a better future. And like I said in pre previous podcasts, the future doesn't exist. So just worry about no, it now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it literally the past does not happened, exist. Though. The past happened, so fix your present, because the present is the future. But whatever, I'm not a time traveler. Whatever, dude. Hey. Hey. hey, I've been thinking way too much recently. Hey. Crying way too much. You're conscious. Ryan! Conch. That's why my name is Ryan. <laughs> Put the C right in front of it. <laughs> is this a C right here? Is this a C? <laughs> Insert a C right there. did the same for you and also you absolutely i digress i digress but i'll probably put the c here because it makes sense left or right sure i don't know i'm thinking eh.
sure. <laughs> so I guess in all in all, this is how I used to end all of my high school papers in. My final paragraph. All in, in all. In conclusion. No, <laughs> never use in conclusion because it's boring. All in all, because you got to be different. you got to be different. That's how you get the A+. Plus. All in all. Uh, one huge thing that's helped me uh, go through all this stuff, and hopefully you too. I think you too. Mm. Uh, besides conversation, because I think I've said this before, conversation is key and it heals so much mm-hmm. because you get to share you get something back you get something to work on when you go home by yourself yeah so conversation is absolutely right there but i've also said this before in a previous podcast music music is also my religion in a way i barely uh, i was burping as i was talking so i uh. said i believe <laughs> i believe that <laughs> i believe that uh Music has more of an impact than religion could. Yes, there's a Bible. There's scripts that people read daily. Yeah. They have apps for it now. But we got the same thing for, for music. And you know what? Music has never let me down in my life. And that's kind of the biggest crutch. And when I say crutch, something I lean on all the time is that when I have nothing else, when I have no one to lean on, when I have no one to listen to me, even though I have people listen to me, when I have no one to relate to me, I have music. I have songs that speak volumes to me Mm -hmm. that will always match my needs and what I need to hear or what I think I do or even what I don't want to hear, but I need to hear. Yeah. I have music for it. And thank God that I found dancing because Think of music, like if you're just listening to a song and you had just gone through a breakup, whatever, and spitting all this stuff, giving you all this information about how you probably weren't good enough or she wasn't good enough for you or yada, yada, yada. It's just a one-way conversation. Mm -hmm. That song is telling you how to feel. That song is speaking your truth when it's not really a truth. But with dance, it's a conversation. It's I get to speak my truth through these words that you're telling me. Mm-hmm. someone else's craft someone made that song through their struggle and you get to give back to them even though they won't see it it's that talking that communication yeah. of this is how I feel when I hear this song and I get to express my sorrows and troubles through this music and it feels good to me expression mm-hmm. and that's something that I've learned about my dance journey is that at the end of the day I'm in love with music more than anything else in my life besides family. Anyone that I've ever loved, I I probably choose music over it because <laughs> that's a tough hard. That's hard to say, but I feel that music music has never let me down. Music has always been there for me to the end of time. When I'm by myself and people let me down, like you know, music is always there for me. So I figured out a way to talk back to the music and to create something with music. And that's also kind of where I realized I didn't have to be on Mechami to have my identity of who I am. There we go again. Hey, can you just find your car already? My gosh. Sitting on the keys, it's fine. He's sitting on the keys. (laughs) Oh wait. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, two now. Where's Mikey's? Mikey? 
Jesus Christ. Jeez. Alright. Interrupting a very sentimental moment. <laughs> and we're good. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Regardless. Music has always been there for me, and it's always been my solace. It's always been my safe place. That's it. And that's why I think it's a religion, because it could shape people's minds. It could help people cope through things that they won't normally get that energy from another person to help them deal with, unless they pay for a psychiatrist. Yeah. But even then, like, psychiatrists don't actually know you unless you tell them about yourself. Yeah. I don't have to tell the song who I am. Uh, verbally, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I just express it, you know? I'd make moves, I'd do dances to it, I'd make choreography, I freestyle to it, and that is who I am as a person. Now, I'm not just a dancer. I have a lot of other creative stuff that I'm trying to work on right now, but dancing is a part of me, and music will always be there for me. I just wanted to shout out to music, man. Absolutely, shout, shout out to music. Because I don't know what life would be without it. What would the gym be without it? A bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of lunking and grunting. <gasps> a bunch of fucking assholes that think they're better than other people. That's what the gym is. Yeah. Go take pictures, man. Go take pictures in the fucking mirror. <laughs> Go what are you doing it for? Is it for you or is it for some chick? The clout. Hey, whatever, man. That's hey, on you. That's, do I you? need substance. Do you? Go. Uh, all yeah. I know. All I know is, if I were, if I had to lose one of my six senses, hearing would not be one of them. Absolutely not. Absolutely not one of them. That's the last one I would need. I'm just kidding. No good. Oh, man. (laughs) But yeah, if I had to lose one of my six senses, it could not be hearing. Definitely could not. Would it be? I think it'd be smell. I think I need my vision to appreciate the beauty that yes, is life. To appreciate everything that right. is visible. Um, hearing music, duh, duh, duh. Um, Yeah, yeah. We'll leave yeah, that yeah, to yeah, the. We'll yeah, leave yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Ick yick. Think about it. Ick yick. Hashtag ick yick, man. What is it? Take. Oh, taste. Taste. You gotta taste. I'll sacrifice smell for taste. Easily. What does smell give you besides mouth watering? Yeah. Disgusting. Like, there's also good and bad to that. I would rather taste than smell. Absolutely. Surprise me. I don't care to smell broccoli, but I also don't care to taste, taste broccoli. The but I don't care to smell chicken parmigliani, <laughs> but I would love to taste it, right? Name one thing in your life that you would love to smell but not taste. Stop. <laughs> A candle? Sure. But we're not talking about candles, dude. Yeah. Fuck off. I think we hit all the senses. I think I think we hit all five, right? Yeah, sure. Oh man. But yeah, of the six senses, what would you give up? And don't bite. Think for yourself. Well, think 
Yeah, one of the yeah. Oh no, go no, ahead. No, think for yourself. I was gonna I'd like to wrap these up yeah. with uh, I think we did it before, but I think we we should probably maybe start it off with About that but time. for right now, yeah. uh, we'll wrap it up with something that we may or may not start every episode with. It's gratitude. <laughs> gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> There's a rat under my hat. Bars. Um, let's give let's give out a piece of gratitude, and also we're very much encouraging you guys to share gratitude. Tell someone you love them. Mm-hmm. Whatever positive. It has to be real though. If you have nothing to give, you have no gratitude to give. You're not living a purposeful life. There's just you know. Because if you give that good energy out, there's going to be someone that notices and gives it back to you. And that person you can give gratitude to. Yeah. Uh, what should I do? Who am I gratituding today? It's not that hard to think about. It's just I have so many people to give gratitude to. Hmm. I would like to give out gratitude to... Don't copy. Dan and Javi. Oh gosh! Don't copy. <laughs> Don't copy. No bite. Dan and Hobby. Why though? Right? You're asking why? Is it because they're podcast mates? Is it because oh, they're oh, close friends? Oh no. sure. No, no, no. Because in these last couple weeks that I've been going through stuff, even though he has been as well, I've literally leaned on these motherfuckers almost every single night, every day. Not that I don't have other people to lean on, because I also have gratitude for them, but we're only specifically choosing a person or one or two people right now. Because the more specific, the more meaningful. So, Javi, Dane, thank you guys for being... Javi. Javi. You better be listening. Javi. <laughs> thank you for being there for me, Dane, obviously. Thank you for being there for me in my lowest times. And just just being. The company is all I ever ask for. I don't need... Oh, you're doing this. I don't need all that bullshit. I just need someone to be right next to me. That's it. Do I actually need it? I don't know. I asked for it. I get it. And that's why I'm gratitude. 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 Gratuity. Gratuity. 20%. 20%. 20%. So thank you and Javier Peñalosa for being there for me. And that's not... Why you gotta steal though? Why you gotta steal? No, I'm not stealing. I made it up. Because as soon as you said it, I knew who I was gonna say. <laughs> and it was. Nah. Well, I'm not copying it because. Oh. oh I'll say Hobby first. Hobby and Ryan. <laughs> sure, sure. It's just. <laughs> Why though? I don't mean to. But like, like I said, we've both been going through some very dark times. And it's like, these two have been there for me every single day. There was one day, I will say, and I I don't like doing it, but sometimes I just, like, I don't feel like responding. But there was a day that they were all texting me, and I wasn't responding at all. And this guy has my location. And after he got off work, he drove to where I was at, like, 11, 11 o'clock at night. I was at some very, I would say, like, secluded location. Highfalutin restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was, I, I had took myself up to this one spot in the city where it's, it's a perfect view of 
all of Las Vegas. I mean, it's just a place where I go to uh, escape when it's not the gym, because the gym is my escape. But I, that's where a place where I can, I know where I can go to like, just escape and just be by myself. But uh, yeah, he was texting me the other day and I wasn't really responding. Or if I was responding, it was hours. Later. Yeah, it was hours later. But uh, after he got off, without me saying anything, he drove up to the spot that I was at to come and check on me. And I am so appreciative of that. Appreciate, appreciative of that. Well, man. Yeah, it's too easy. How are you, YouTube? You better be listening. That's all I know. If you don't listen to your own podcast, fake fan. Fake fan. <laughs> fake friend. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, wrapping that up, send some gratitude out today, man. Yeah. Even if it's someone that you think that you had a falling out with. I've done that before. It's like, I've reached out. <laughs> Granted, I've had some drinks into me at the time that I was doing it. But I've reached out to someone that did me wrong five years ago. That I really, I had the reason to not like this person. When I was, you know, I was a little tipsy. But because of how my wine works, I really don't want any, not loose ends, but I don't want any bridges burnt mm. in that type of way in my life. So I reached out to this person. I didn't get anything back. I was like, hey, I understand how it was in the past. Like, you did this to me. I forgive you. Yada, yada, yada. I didn't get anything back. Cool. I did my piece. Yeah. Just live your life with no regrets. And also, just share as much as you can. Be the best person that you can for other people so you can set an example, but also for yourself so you feel better. Yeah. Reach out. Tell someone you love them right now. Yes. Text them. Whatever. It's easy. Hard, but easy. Don't take life for granted. Yeah. Granted. Don't take it for granted. Really don't, though. Because... Things can change in an instant. And people will be gone by tomorrow. I promise. Yeah. Be appreciative. Be grateful. Um, be kind. Love one another. <sighs> All of the above. E. Bubble. E. <laughs> but yeah. Episode nine. That's been nine. To the nines. To the sure. That's it. Whatever. <laughs> to the nines. Damn. Next episode is... Ten. Damn, Ten. But if we're going off of all of them, next episode is we're legal. Twenty one. Twenty one jump street, baby. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's episode nine. Shouts out to my cousin again for these shirts. Merch. Madre. Cousin. Mother mother cu- mother cousin. Mother cousin. Mother cousin. Shouts out. Uh, that's love. Yeah. Uh, shouts out to you. Shouts out to you. Shouts out to Javi. Shouts out to you for listening. Whether it be 10 years from now, 50, when I'm dead, shouts out to who's still listening. Probably yeah. my, ch- my child's probably listening to this. Shouts out to you, man. Shouts or out woman. to you. I love you. I don't know. Caddy Wampus. Caddy Wampus. Urban dick bat. Probably find it in Wordle. Did you do a world yeah, today? I do a world. I'm going to do world. See ya. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, um, 
who is the artist that sang Elastic Heart? <laughs> 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 